following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Hello and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... The founder of ToonamiFaithful.com, Paul Pascrillo. And... ASMRI, Darrell Maddox. And that's it, for now. <laughs> well, I'm sure people are just dying to know what happened on the latest episode of One Punch Man. I mean, it was a cliffhanger the previous week. Yes, it know, was. Right? So, let's get down to business with... One Punch Man episode recap. One Punch Man, episode nine. Unyielding justice. Genos fights the Deep Sea King. He's doing pretty well, but he lets his guard down too soon, which he admits is something that he always does. As the battle continues, he sacrifices himself to save a little girl, allowing his body to be melted in the process. Moomin Rider arrives. He attempts to fight the Sea King, but he is easily overpowered. But he doesn't care, though. He declares that it's not about winning or losing. It's about me taking on you right here, right now. And the crowd cheers him on. But sadly, it's over in an instant. Saitama arrives just in time to catch Ryder and tells him that it was a good fight and that he should be proud. The Sea King expects our hero to be yet another weakling, but Saitama ends him in one punch through the guts. Now this confuses the crowd. They're not really sure what to make of this. And some asshole speaks up saying that, obviously, all those other heroes were super, super weak. And what does Saitama do in response to this? Well, he actually says to the entire crowd, laughingly, that all the other heroes wore down the creature and he can take all the credit because he finished off the monster. Which, of course, turns the crowd against him. Later on, uh, we see that they, that Genos and Saitama have received some mail. The mail courier doesn't really come to that area. It's too dangerous. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, more fan mail for Genos and a <laughs> mm, couple of nasty letters for Saitama. But he I takes it him. in stride, saying, here's a guy with some free time. <laughs> <laughs> but he does actually get one letter thanking him. Doesn't say who it's from. So, you know, he kind of shrugs it off. But he also gets a letter from the Hero Association telling him that he's moved up to rank one in the C-Class, which puts him over Moomin Rider. He's brought in for an interview to determine whether or not he wants to reach the B-Ranks. Apparently, this is a major process. 
So he goes through the interview and explains that he would like to move up. And they decide to let him move up and figure if he's a fraud, then he won't be able to cut it and he'll regret his decision. But if he's actually who he says he is, then things will work out. This comes across uh, Class A asshole on my mask, <laughs> who is uh, none too happy to see that this is occurring. Hey, hey, it's for asshole on my mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, as the episode closed, there's uh, an old woman, seems to be a powerful psychic, who has seen some terrible vision of the future. And whatever that is, well, we'll have to wait to find out. No. This episode was so inspiring. My gosh, <laughs> Moomin Rider is amazing. Well, yeah, you forgot that Moomin Rider actually bought him dinner, too. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, Saitama... After he gets his promotion, he's just walking around and he stops in at a place to eat. And yeah, Moomin Rider's there and decides to pay for his meal in celebration. So he's not a sore sport at all. We also get to see um, Moomin Rider admit that the reason why he hasn't ever tried to move up to B-rank is that he knows that he's not strong enough. Right. As Durrell has been saying this whole time. Yeah, what can well, I say, man? Well, and he also he also told him that he he gave him the thank you note too. Mm-hmm. He was the one that sent it. So he was the one who sent the thank you note. Way to celebrate your promotion by getting some Odin at an Odin stall. But the thing is, though, I never had any issues with Moomin Rider. Though I mean, he's such a polite guy. You know, hey, you know, he's doing his little part, man. He knows that he's C class, but he's number one. But the number one thing is, he's thinking about the people. And, mm-hmm. you know, I really got to say that between him and Saitama, they're not doing it for fame or anything. They're doing it for the general well-being of trying to help people because, look here, Saitama, he really did a real thing. Like, he's a humble guy if you look at it because mm-hmm. he could have said, yeah, I did take this dude out by myself, you know, and not give the other heroes credits. But what he did was he let them save face because he said they weakened Deep Sea King, who got served with a side of Tardis loss. At the end, <laughs> and the hush puppies, <laughs> and you know, literally, it was like a big PR thing for him because look here, people can look down the heroes like they got the ass whoop, and this is class he came in and just kicked his ass. But he takes on the role of being a bad guy, saying that he's a cheater, just to save their reputation because hey, yep. you got to have somebody to believe in, mm-hmm. and these guys literally got their asses handed to them. But Sidon comes in one punch and is over with. So. You know, kudos to him for you know not like you said he he doesn't does it he doesn't do it for recognition or you know anything else he does it just for a hobby he's just doing it for fun and until he mm-hmm. gets bored he won't do it anymore. Well, yeah. I think first of all, this episode kind of showed that under all that like thick skin of his and his thick <laughs> bald head, that there's actually somebody in there that's like. Yeah, I don't need credit for this. Let's give the credit to the other heroes. You know, I think I think that was that kind of gave a different perspective on his character because yeah, he could have been a dick. Oh, yeah. He could have been a dick. He could have been just sitting there being like, you know what, fuck you. <laughs> I did this. I'm the one that did it. So the rest of them are weak. You're right. But he didn't because of that one little huh. dickhead in the the crowd. So 
I found I found that was really good. Which, by the way, is S class? What is S class considered? Is that that's the, the top level? That's the top level. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so it's not A class. I'm I'm confused by that. No. Actually. Okay. Uh, with you. And then it's like when well, you have like certain ranges C-B-A-S. even in the real world. C B A S. Okay. Yeah. So even in. Okay. Even in the real world, you do have like S rankings, dude. Like, yeah, wow. you might be an A class, but then they do kind of go like, well, this is an S class, goddamn S class athlete or whatever. Because in this case, you're superior to everybody else, man. You're elite. Yeah, see, that's what I was wondering about. Because it it, it kind of came off in that one episode after they took all the tests, like. Saitama was higher than Genos, so I was kind of a little confused there. But now that I know that, no, it, Genos is ranked like the higher top there. Now, <laughs> how like have we ever seen any other S class heroes so far? I don't think. Yes, we yes. Yeah. Um, Metal Knight. Metal Knights. Oh, Metal Knight. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Because you know he likes the boys. No, was it? <laughs> oh yes, it? he did like the boys in this episode. Where yeah. He was so nice to arrive to give them their. Injections. Because he wanted to give them some kind of penetration, but not the hey. one that they... <laughs> hey. You really have to say injections. Oh, I'm sure there was a reason for that. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, you saw the look on his face when he read the paper saying that as an S-ranked hero, he was a failure. I thought yep. it said A-ranked hero. That's what I... That's... No, it said something like S-class Okay. failure. Something along those lines, mm. and it changed his tone real quick. Mm. So Genos is above that other guy, then, isn't he? Yes, he actually is above a my mask. Okay. So yeah, it, it kind of makes you wonder if any of the S ranked heroes could have defeated the Sea King. Mm. Mm. Probably Silverfang. I think. I think if Genos yeah, maybe. Hadn't screwed up, he might have gotten close, but no. Nope. But there again, like based based on what he did, that was my other question. Like, I'm surprised they didn't say like he moved up in the S class because like, you know he oh yeah he sacrificed he almost sacrificed his life basically for a little girl. So, I mean, from what I've seen so far in this series, that qualifies him oh, to move up. Man. That was so creepy. Now melt, little girl. <laughs> Like, oh, Keith Silverstein, you do that too well. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm afraid to be in a room way. with you. Yes. <laughs> Literally, Genos was, you know, trading blow for blow for him for a second, though, man. They yeah, were going yeah. hard at it. He definitely put up the best fights out of all of the heroes thus far. But he let his guard down. And we found out how much of a dick Metal Knight was. <laughs> Once again... Oh, and we can't we can't forget about um, what's his name there too, Sonic. <laughs> oh yeah, I've returned with my weapons. Where is everybody? <laughs> Go. That was hilarious. Oh, that guy. But, a, but I would have liked to seen that fight though. I would have liked to seen like if he could actually have beaten him because it looked like he was getting somewhere there for a while. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, no, 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 no. I need my weapons first before I do this to you. <laughs> so that should be interesting to see if maybe he pops up in another episode. 
Yeah, I don't think he's going away anytime soon, but I don't recall if he pops up in the show some remaining episodes. Mm. But I mean, there's obviously there's more story. So I'm I'm not entirely sure because I haven't read beyond where the anime leaves off. But there are lots of uh, <laughs> amusing heroes that you'll get to see in the next upcoming episodes. Including some fan favorites. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, this seems like an important me. Can I have some tea? <laughs> I don't blame him, man. I'm parched. Exactly. Like, look, I'm thirsty. Y'all about to talk to me? At least give me something to drink, man. You know, I probably would ask for some alcohol, but, you know, that's just me. Like, what y'all got up on my drink, homie? <laughs> you know, this is a hero association, so I know y'all got that good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, Tuckbacks. Allison writes in, Moomin Rider is great. If you guys hate him after this arc, there's something wrong with you. Way to tell him, Darrell Jr. Agreed. Inuyasha-san87 says, Believe in the Moomin Rider that believes in you. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Josh Knighton writes in, Genos getting that Vic Mignogna level fan mail. Not sure if that's really cool or really scary. <laughs> Ooh, okay, Josh. All them ladies is hot for Genos. Oh, they hot for Genos, all right. We got to talk about how quickly he was not a melted corpse anymore. <laughs> like, must have the doctor on speed dial. I know. Oh, yes, Genos. Oh, yeah, you need another body, huh? Mm, yeah, you go through those like, uh, I don't even have no. a metaphor. I hate to say it, though, man. I'm thinking Genos is like the Kenny of freaking One Punch Man at this point. <laughs> you killed Genos! You bastard. <laughs> oh, Genos, are you alive? Okay, cool. <laughs> can we can we hurry up? Then? It's raining. Let's love Saitama. Saitama's freaking great. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I really think that it's it's fantastic that that Saitama realized the situation and he really feels that heroes are important. He sees that as an important thing in society. So he didn't want people to be looking down on those other heroes because he was able to defeat the monster. And that's that's a real hero right there. Yeah. Like I said, man, Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. <laughs> Kate Baldy. Laura Terminal writes in, Oh, look, Barbara Goodson playing another old woman. What else is new? Oh, jeez. Give us some yeah. mm. I mean, it's not like there's that many old women in <laughs> One Punch Man. <laughs> Gotta get Barbara in there at some point. <sighs> and Stephen Oz writes in, The art during the fight scenes of One Punch Man are always drawn beautifully. Yeah, this was another one of those really over-the-top animation episodes. Yes, it was. That Madhouse, they do amazing things. Good episode. Yes, it was. There's only three left. Don't remind me, because not remind me. I don't want to see it go. And well, no, really, I want more. <laughs> And no, we don't know. Or Japan. <laughs> yeah, we, we have no idea. And, and we I don't... I hope that they announce something soon. Well, 
Well, obviously, JoJo. Oh, you know what we... No, we, I, I mean regarding another season of One Punch Man. Oh, uh, true. But, you know, JoJo, we, we can't say that JoJo is going to be uncensored, because we didn't really know that at that point. And Jason said that... I didn't did. know there was a censored version. Apparently there is. Apparently people have put out on the internet that there's... And they've done this side by side. There's a censored version and an uncensored version. I'm like, okay. I didn't uh, think... All right. Cool. I didn't think well, there was a difference. should play the uncensored version. Well, it is Adult Swim. Yeah, shouldn't be a problem. Though, there may be episodes of JoJo that actually reach TVMA. They, they can get pretty violent. So we'll see. That's what I love about JoJo, though, man. It's oh, like yeah. so ma- it's so fucking manly that it puts, a, it puts chest hair on you if you don't have any. It puts chest hair on your freaking saddle horn, too. <laughs> don't worry about it. If you don't, yeah, if you don't know what a saddle, saddle horn is, maybe you're too young right now. <laughs> or maybe you don't have a saddle horn at all. <laughs> all right, moving along. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's move on to the Gundam recap. Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Episode 14, Vessel of Hope. All right, in this episode of Gundam IBO, Yamagi and Shino are testing one of the mobile suits, Shino, and Shino confesses that he wants the power to save people that he cares about. Yeah, don't we all want that, my good friend? And, of course, we see Mikazuki passing by uh, Cordelia, and Cordelia's kind of wigged out by the kids that Mikazuki gave her. But Mika isn't saying anything about it. Hey, you know, she talks to Fumitan about it, and she suggests that, you know, what she feels about him and everything. And, of course, Cordelia is going, like, brain is going a million miles per hour, saying maybe because he kissed her now, maybe he wants to marry and all this other stuff. Chick, it was just a kiss. Simple <laughs> and clean. He was just trying to reassure you. Get over yourself, Cordelia. We already know that. Lolly Atro is um, down with the harem plan anyway. Okay, taking a rise at um, the colony of Dort 2 to make a delivery for Tewas. Welcome to Dort Co. I love you. Cadelia requests that she be able to do some shopping on Dort 3. Mika is um, charged with Cadelia's safety thanks to Oregon because he was like, if shit goes down, Oregon knows what to do and be able to save him. Fumitan, Atro, and Biscuit join them, of course. You know, and, of course, you know, women love to shop, so, you know, that's going to take a long time in a goddamn way. Yes, it of is. Of course, you know, Ashley was talking about the scent and gagging, you know, when she's around the dude. So, I'm like, gagging at her already? Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> oh, God, Darrell, please. Jesus. Already? That we're, we're already there and you haven't even finished this yet. Just continue. Damn. Work is on door two. Welcome to Tekadon as heroes before telling them their plight. Tekadon can relate to the injustices because they have suffered the same ones when they were with GSG. They refer to Cordelia as the maiden under the revolution. And, of course, the guys at Tekadon are her knights. 
or you're suspicious that the workers know a little bit more about Tekken than they should. And also, it turns out that Biscuit is from Door 3, and his older brother still lives on the colony because he got adopted by some executive bigwig. You know, hey, got to have them kind of smarts there, son. The other suggests that he try to contact, contact his brother. And, of course, Biscuit gets in contact, and his brother agrees to meet with him. But, you know, Biscuit's kind of uncertain because, you know, they live in two different worlds now, and he doesn't want to cause them trouble. But... Atra suggests that she goes along with Biscuit for support, leaving Mika along with Cordelia and Fumitan. Tekken is shocked to learn that the cargo they delivered are weapons and mobile workers for the guys on door two. You know, hey, don't nobody want to make those kind of gun runs. And of course, suddenly Gallahorn arrives, stop, freezes the police, you know, because they've been tipped off by an illegal trade. The workers fight them off by putting some slugs in them. And of course, Orga tells, um, the Isarabi, or whatever, damn, I forgot the name of the ship. No, the Willow of the Wisp. To get out of the way, you know, they have to be out of there. And, of course, Naze goes on to say, damn, they've already messed up on their first damn job. Of course, yeah, one job. One job. <laughs> and that's it. You know, that wasn't their fault, though. No, clearly things are being manipulated. Yeah, because, you know, the guys at Dork 2 told them that, you know, that whoever they're beneficiary was told well not beneficiary their um supporter was using Cordelia as the scapegoat for this and of course we go back to Nazi saying how they fucked up on the job but the thing is Nazi told them that there would be repercussions if they attacked Gallahorn in the inner space so territories because basically they have to abide by the same rules as well because they're just a regular corporation in that sense but not the same way they're respected out of the outer territories. Of course, the workers win the battle, but Orga warns them that Gallowhorn will be back, and they respond that it's too late to turn back now. And meanwhile, Cordelia can't figure out what to say to Mikazuki as they continue shopping, and Fumitan complains why she ignored her orders to aid in the murder of Cordelia. And that, people, ends our IBO recap for this week. So wait, 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 wait. Fumitan... Was supposed to aid in the murder of Cadelia? Yes, she was. Oh, man. Yeah. What a twist. I suppose we saw little bits of that being you know, kind of orchestrated along the way. Just just little tiny, tiny things here and there kind of pointed towards that. But still, it's, it's a rather unexpected development. Oh, man, you know, Fumitan making me have trust issues here, man. I'm talking about a big boob chick with eyeglasses that's hot, man. That's kind of jacked up, It man. always comes back to that. Jesus Christ. You know what? Shut up, Paul. <laughs> I'm talking about trust issues here right now. No, man. you're not. No, you're not. You're talking about a big boob woman. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we, can't, we can't be truthful with each other, man. There's something that's wrong, man. I mean, you cannot measure trust in nipple and boobs and eyeglasses. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Drew, but I gotta say this: this isn't Gundam IBO, the hentai edition, okay? No, apparently it's Gundam BO. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to one of our top backs, it's the it's the Taco Bell edition. Oh, we just spoil that. <laughs> oh, we'll get to it. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that little side comment. When they're talking about wanting to, you know, bathe. Because, yeah, it's a bunch of boys on a spaceship. I guess they don't keep very good hygiene. And Atra even says that 
it really stings her eyes to be around Yuki Nojo. I'm like, Dude, is that, that is, offensive? That is Space Warriors Spartan Funk, man. <laughs> yeah, out in the field, dude, there is no time to smell like roses and lilies because that will automatically give you away to the enemy. Seriously, and it I, will. I used to work in a shop, you know, building airplane stuff. Inside, we would be working inside the airplane. You know, people would let it rip. And... <laughs> now, that's kind of dangerous, though, man. <laughs> that thing is yes, man. <laughs> Here, let me yeah. let me light it up real quick. No, I I, I did it on occasion, <laughs> and it was hard for me not to crack up whenever it would happen because somebody would be like, "Somebody just shit their pants." <laughs> dude, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Basic training, man, on the fucking Calatrain, man. Oh dude, gosh, so, I can only dude, imagine. It was hot. Everybody oh, sweated, no. man. No lie, dude. I ripped one. And I was sleeping too, and all you heard was <laughs> Maddox! It's like, dude, what did you eat? I don't know, yo. Must have been them beans from this morning, man. Oh, dude. It was like, no lie, dude. Drill Sergeant said, dude, it smelled like a skunk crawled up your ass and died again, vomited. <laughs> That's a visual. <laughs> Very good at descriptions, your sergeant. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> drill sergeant, yes, it is, man. That dude was a crack up. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, enough uh, poop and fart jokes. Um, yeah, a lot happened in this episode. Uh, the wheels are really turning at this point. We're, we're definitely heading towards the destination now and things are getting pretty interesting you know i forgot all about the little brief um um the brief scene with um my nine-year-old lolly wife bride so <laughs> <laughs> maggie like okay right yeah along. and we see that Einer's just chomping at the bit <laughs> get oh, back yeah. it take it in Get back at those meddling kids. <laughs> so who? Where's the? Where's the dog? So who is the, who is the dog? Wouldn't Mika be the dog? <laughs> I. You know what? Hell yeah, those meddling kids in there, Mika. <laughs> okay, Orga, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it. What's for you, meddling kids in your space, dog? Mika, handle this. Space rat. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting to find out that Biscuit has a brother on the colonies. I hope that works out. Seems like, I don't, I don't know, that conversation didn't seem to go great, but we'll, we'll see. And, yeah, isn't Cordelia just adorable? <laughs> Can't can't get over her reaction to Mikazuki kissing her. <laughs> Does he want to get married? I mean, no, dude, no, what? no, Paul, Paul. I know this might sting, but sometimes a kiss is just a kiss. Oh, yeah, it is just a kiss sometimes, dude. Yeah, I know how that 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 sounds. I know how that feels. 
<laughs> yeah, you do. I mean, obviously, Mikazuki doesn't really realize what he's putting her through. <laughs> Just... But she'll be okay, though, man. I mean, like, she needs to quit being so emotional. Wait a minute. Women yeah. are emotional creatures, real. Get your shit right. I like <laughs> how... Um, uh... Oh gosh, uh, Meribit. Meribit got mistaken for Kudelia. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, yeah, she looked a bit old for a teenager. Oh! <laughs> Funny stuff. Funny stuff. You might you might find a running trend in people not really knowing what Kudelia looks like and mistaking her for other people. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I want to kind of see Maribet all dolled up too now, though, man. Oh yeah. Hey, okay, put on one of the little numbers like Cordelia had on. Nice looking lady. Right. Yeah, she is, man. Even though she called Orga a little boy, like I said, call me a little boy. I'm gonna take you in the other room and show you what a grown man can do. Little boy, who? <laughs> what is this a knock knock joke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, to the talkbacks we go. Little boy, whoo, that was better than I thought it would be. Such stamina. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, talkbacks. Um, yeah, talkbacks. Dragon Knight writes in, wait, Mika and the others rarely wash? Yuck. You yeah. put out in the field situation, you understand? Hygiene is not the most necessary thing at that point. I mean, I wonder if their ship even has showers. Damn, showers. Yeah, I was thinking about that, they too. Just don't use them. Who's got time for a shower? we got to be testing mobile suits. There you go. Rob Barracuda writes in, So Atra is saying that Tekken smells like the bathroom at Taco Bell? <laughs> Taco cleanse. Gross. <laughs> Darrell knows what I'm talking about. Don't even give me stuff. Actually, you do too, Sketch. What am I talking about? <laughs> sometimes, man. Sometimes. We have um, three rather similar talkbacks, apparently. Though I think the last one is you know, kind of a different spin on it. So, Skullheart writes in, This episode was pretty real, and we get Biscuit backstory. Who needs action? We do. Man. I do think this was a good episode. It really was. Lots of things happen. I, who needs action? They fought Gallarhorn. Exactly. I mean, it was a pretty short fight, but it happened. You fuck with Gallarhorn, you get the horns. No, Gallarhorn, you get the horn now. And uh, Inferno Lord writes in, kind of sad people think action matters. Very happy DeMarco is not like that. Well, I mean. I mean, Gundam does have action, but not all the time. Yeah, uh, this is of course related to people harking on whatever ratings that Gundam gets, but I, they seem satisfied. So let's let's talk about that for just a second here. Um, the ratings aren't bad for Gundam. I mean, I don't like the drop off from One Punch Man, but they're not bad considering what you see at the end of the end of Adult Swim after, at starting at three a.m. So, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't think that it's doing bad. I mean, apparently it's doing a lot better than Mr. Robot on USA. Yeah. Which is sad for Mr. Robot. Yeah, that is sad, actually. 
So. Very, uh, very visionary show. I hear. I have, I have not checked it out yet. Maybe I will. Maybe I should because it seems like it's in danger of getting canceled. <laughs> so if you if you want to support interesting shows like Mr. Robot, you should do that. You should watch it. But you should always table. watch Gundam. <laughs> yeah. You should also watch Gundam. Why are you not watching Gundam? Exactly. I mean, Gundam's not for everybody, but I I would say it's it's doing fine. Just leave the TV yeah. on while and walk away and go do something else, and then come back and then watch Hunter. I mean, Hunter. I can mean, <laughs> always do that. I mean, shoot, I do it with DBZ. Which, by the way, I I can I could forgive Gundam, but people walking away from Hunter Hunter, what the hell is wrong with some of you people? Like, what are you doing? I don't know what you're talking about. Hunter Hunter tends to hold Gundam really well. It does, right. but, like, it's not... Like, that show should be, like, up around a million. It's just like, what are you people doing? Well, you doing? can't really expect it to do better depending on its lead-in. True. Right? It's, you know, it's all just a declining scale with Toonami because it starts so late at night. It's all a dis- so. declining scale into Adult Swim. Jesus. Yeah. At this point, the comedy on the back end's... I, I, don't, I don't throw this idea out there too hard, but could, couldn't you get pretty equivalent ratings with, you know, reruns of action shows at this point? Yeah. Not not for, like, the whole time, but maybe, now, maybe uh, another time slot? I, I will fully admit, I will fully admit, and we're not going to spend too much time on this, but I will fully admit that when they first did this and they dropped down Toonami to a three-and-a-half-hour block, you know the ratings down there were actually pretty good. Now, it's like, I mean, you don't see them rarely. I mean, it's not rarely. I mean, for the most part, you're seeing them go between five and, you know, mid 600,000 viewers. Yeah, it seems interest is waning in that block yeah. of comedy. And I, I don't, maybe that's, maybe that's Toonami fans trying to, trying to like say, hey, um, we want some more shows, but I, you know, all I'm saying to that is, if that's what it's doing, you know, there's no real, no real reason to complain about what Toonami's doing in the time slots that it's doing. You know, I mean, it's doing better than all of this from 3 a.m. till 6. So I mean, you know, I mean, if freaking Morty's not doing anything, that 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 kind of troubles me. It's like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. The, stop for a minute. Why is Rick and Morty at 3 o'clock not doing as much? You know, that that kind of is like, what's going on there? You know what I mean? Like, what? okay, I guess. But, I mean, American Dead did pretty well at that time. Even Cleveland Show every once in a while did really well there. Um, and obviously Family Guy did well there too. So it's, it's just, it's a weird, I, I don't know what's going on at the end of the block there. At the end of the Adult Swim block, not Toonami, obviously. You know, I mean, at this point, if that's the way it's going to continue, why not at another show? It's not going to hurt you. By the way, we are coming up on a new year, which means a new budget. <laughs> so, I don't know. No, we're good. I just want to punch you in the face later. I mean, oh, hey, Paul. From our very limited perspective, it does look like Gundam drops a lot from One Punch Man even where it counts with the adult viewers. But, you know, if they're content with it, why should we stress about it? 
I don't. I'm not really stressing about anything with the ratings at this point. I mean, my only like what we were talking about in the last episode. You know, my only bitch is the fact that. Well, I guess it's whatever episode it was that we did. Um, and it, my only bitch was is that moving up the block just seemed to have the the ratings follow those shows up, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It just you know to me as we've talked about over this last year or maybe two years, the 11.30 time slot is kind of one of those things that, you know, is for high ratings. That's what we thought, you know. Obviously, now, looking at how these ratings are responding, you know, it's it's one of those things where you sit there and you go, okay, well, Toonami's actually doing better than probably what Adult Swim would be doing. I'm not saying that if you put, like, a whole Adult Swim... Uh, Saturday night's a totally different beast than any other night, really. Right. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's just, you know, I would like to see things a little bit better, but there again, that's just my personal taste. I'm not saying that... Mm-hmm. that you know, I, I guess what it is is, like, literally, Sketch, we have to sit here and say, before we even talk about ratings anymore, it has to be, the block is fine, Okay. We need to say that, I guess, before we get into ratings anymore, because it's like... Yes, that is the uh, precursor statement. The block is fine. Do not be concerned about the block. And then be like, this is what we, you know, this is what I think. This is what you think. This is what you think. They had a perfectly good opportunity to move Toonami back to midnight when they start taking the, uh, they take the 8 o'clock hour away from Adult Swim at the end of September. Yeah. And the Toonami lineup doesn't change. Same same time slots. What airs before Toonami changes, and I think this will be a very good thing, because as you may recall, last fall, Toonami did really well, and I think part of the reason is because of the truncated Adult Swim Fox comedy lineup that started with two episodes of Bob's Burgers. So it'll be two Bob's Burgers, an American Dad, and two episodes of Family Guy leading into Toonami, and that's should do pretty darn well. It should. So Not to hark on uh, old Hank Hill, but he doesn't hold the ratings like he used to. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Not that he doesn't hold them still pretty decently, I yeah, have to admit. That's true. <laughs> damn it, Bobby. Damn it. Those ratings got to be higher, damn it. You got to wonder when they're ever going to get give up King of the Hill or whenever that contract is going to expire. <laughs> Because they've had it since, like, 2008. I mean, you know... Sirloin with love. I mean, I, I really don't want to go too far off topic here, but, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't mind to see... And it's never going to happen, but I wouldn't mind them, like, getting rid of that and bringing Futurama on if they can. But Sadly, that is not a possibility. Is that is that exclusively... Well, it's not exclusively, because they still play it on Comedy Central, but they pretty much play a lot of the episodes on Netflix, so... Yeah, yeah, it's it's no, it's Comedy Central that has the cable rights to. They Army. they were trying to sell it at one point, so I'm kind of confused at what exactly happened. Probably nobody wanted to buy it, but you know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I, I kind of I've always thought that like Futurama would be. I mean, it's it's kind of funny because when when Toonami was on, when Toonami was like late night, when it went to just the one night, not the the week. Um, it yeah, actually it was on Saturday evenings, right? It actually led Futurama, into yeah. It Futurama led, was right after tsunami. 
Yeah, and it was it was kind of funny because they would switch. I see the future in its Futurama. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, that's like, and yeah, again, Adult Swim actually brought it back pretty much. So I mean, you know. Yeah, I wish they could play it again, man. I also wish they could play Archer. But alas. Yeah, that's a fo- isn't that Fox? And always get what you want. That's on five Fox, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it's it's an FX original series, and they gave the off network rights to Comedy Central. Wonderful. Well, fuck yeah. them. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. So, at any rate, I mean, look, there's no reason to worry. Toonami's going to be fine. Yes, they're not doing arguably as well as they have in prior times, but as long as the network doesn't mind. Why should we be concerned about it? I ultimately, do you like the shows? If you like the shows, then whatever. Well, and and (laughs) arguably, to sketch, if you do actually look at how the ratings are, not looking just at Toonami, but looking at it as Adult Swim as a whole, all the numbers are going down anyways. Yeah, so I mean, you shouldn't really be worried about where Toonami is at the moment. You know, it's I, all relative. I, yeah, it's all relative at the moment. So I mean, don't when you start seeing like a show at like eight hundred thousand starting off the block, that's when maybe you should start going. Uh, are we in trouble? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that would be of concern, and yes. unless unless it's eight hundred thousand total, and it's like seven hundred thousand eighteen to forty nine. That then it's okay. That would be it's weird. Totally okay. That would be really but weird. The but chances whatever. of that happening are like non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's so. finish up these talkbacks for Gundam. Oh, you mean the remaining talkback? Yes. From one Derek Sikinik. Wow, this episode was so action packed. That dialogue was the best action here. Pulse pounding action. Ha 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 ha! Fuck up, Derek. <laughs> we get, it. we get, it. whatever. All right, so all the other talkback yeah. that we have. Not a lot. Yeah, like, no. There's People... one that I refused to read for its political nature, uh, so I didn't decide to add that. Otherwise, it was pretty slim pickings. So. I mean, like, last week, y'all just, like, flooded us, and now we dry this week, man. What's wrong with y'all, man? <laughs> no, that's, that's just the way it is, you know? Yeah, sometimes it's an excess, sometimes it's... It ebbs and flows. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, so... For the other shows on Toonami this week, regarding Dragon Ball Z Kai, Joshua Knighton writes in, Goku talking about an internet connection, like he actually knows how to use a computer... Dumb as a sack of rocks, bless his heart. Joshua Nine, you are my dude of African American descent. Don't worry about it. He knows what I mean on that. Oh, anyways. Yeah. Are we really supposed to believe that an elephant trampling on Goku's hand actually hurts him? <laughs> like, seriously. I, I suppose it follows the same rules as Nami being able to physically harm any of the other straw. Except for Usopp. Because, <laughs> you know, somehow she manages to hurt Luffy, Sanji, and Zoro, and they're, they're pretty tough customers, particularly Luffy. I think it's probably they, like, they just had their guard down, so maybe Goku just had his... Oh, they let their guard down like Genos. 
Well, <laughs> I suppose there is there is that other thing when Goku's just chilling. He's Super Saiyan, but he's just chilling. And Krillin's like, if I throw this rock, he's not even going to feel it or he'll catch it. <laughs> he throws the rock and Goku's like, what the hell, Krillin? What'd you do that for? Definitely letting his guard down. Goku has a bit of a problem with letting his guard down, actually. Yes, he does. Him, him and Geno should have a conversation. Mm. <laughs> uh, let your guard down, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do that all yep. the time. Let's eat lots of food. <laughs> but it. <laughs> oh, Team Four Star just released this great parody song of it's it's to the tune of Dragon Soul, but it's all about Goku eating. It's freaking hilarious. And my favorite line is about how. If his enemies are with him, they'll never eat. <laughs> That's one way to beat him. Starve him to death. Yeah, exactly. Though, honestly, I, well, I mean, Cell eats <laughs> to to an extent. And I guess Boo eats, but not necessarily for, you know, for, Boo you know. Boo eats out of gluttony. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't, well, Majin Boo do, does eat. He eats he, for real a little later on, but I don't know, uh, Frieza, I, I guess he probably eats. Certainly never see it. I bet he eats all decadently. He tells the waiter to send the steak back because it's not just right. He's that, that kind of picky eater, I'm sure. And definitely have to have the best wine. Though the best wine is Frieza's, am I right? <laughs> yeah, that no. was a dad joke. No. no. <laughs> Moving along. Allison writes in regarding Hunter Hunter. Move over, Naruto and Sasuke. There's a new long-running shonen on Toonami bromance in town. That would be the romance of Gon and Killua. Way to go, Darrell Jr. Yeah, you just keep stepping it up on me. And another from Joshua Knighton. The one guy who's always there for us. Yes, he is. I swear my I swear on my mother's gumbo recipe, if Killua has a Sasuke level emo thing with his brother, ain't nobody getting their packages delivered on Monday. <laughs> Dude, I called his brother off brand Sasuke then somebody tried to correct me, which I really didn't care. He's like, Well, this came out before Naruto and I was like, It still stands at what I said because he does look like an off brand Sasuke. And uh by the way, Josh I never got my packages from that company that she worked for anyway. Don't you mean off-brand Itachi? Eh, I just want to say off-brand Itachi. Sasuke. Itachi. Eh. Eh, I really went. I just got Dime to go Store Sasuke. Sasuke. <laughs> Dime Store Sasuke. Illumi is uh, he's a character. <laughs> like when he's like, "Oh, okay, I guess I'll just kill Gon." It's like, "Oh, what you say?" <laughs> Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, but apparently he wasn't going to do that. Or was he? Hmm. <laughs> he's, just, he's also like, oh, dear, this is a dilemma. I need to get a license for my next job. But if I kill someone, then I can't have the license. Uh, this isn't going to do at all. Oh, I know. I'll get the license, and then I'll kill them. <laughs> because apparently you can do that. Questionable morals of the... Uh, Hunter Association. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Hunters seem like they can literally get away with murder. And can. Yep. Dude, I would have that just for the simple fact of 
going in the booth store, like, I need to check this booze. I'm going to confiscate a couple of cases. Dude. Now, continuing the trend of talking about the music videos, certainly have been quite a few of them lately. And look, if you don't like the music videos, it's fine. They're not for everybody. It's pretty easy to ignore them. They're on during Naruto Shippuden. Yeah. <laughs> In which you can no, actually no go and take a dump if you like. It's the longest break. It's the longest commercial break of the night. That's why they play them then. So, you know, go make a sandwich or take a piss. Or take, or a, take dump. a dump. You have the time. <laughs> I that could be your special tsunami pooping time. Okay. Yeah. DBZ is my special tsunami poop time. I enjoyed it, though. Well, let's, uh, let's get into that talk back. <laughs> yes. So, Joshua Knighton writes in regarding the music video. Uh, the only thing that I got from that music video was it sounded like my cell phone was ringing. It probably was your cell phone. Which, which, by the way, have, I don't know if you've noticed, but since they started, they've they've started doing this more. Like all of a sudden, I mean, yeah, we got a topical for One Punch Man, but like it just seems like. No, they still do game reviews pretty frequently. They didn't do one last. They didn't do anything last week, and they didn't do anything this week. So I'm hoping that we see something what? next week. What was that last game review? Oh, that was during the One Punch. That Man was during marathon. the One Punch Man marathon. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm wondering. I'm hoping they're not going to do that because I know people are going to get annoyed. But like, I'm hoping that's just not like their thing of the night because it's just like, well, you know. For one, I can't understand people who feel like the video game reviews are more Toonami than music videos. I mean, they're animated music videos. Toonami's always been about showing people interesting animation. Yes. And they date back all the way to the early days of Toonami. So, yeah, I mean, they're not everybody's cup of tea, but I think a lot of them are pretty interesting. I admittedly zone out on some of them, and then others, you know, they're just too weird not to watch. <laughs> They're pretty weird. And, yeah, I don't mind them. They do seem to be a little too frequent lately. But I imagine that's because they're working on Intruder 3. Probably. So, we'll see what happens. Boy, Intruder 3. It's probably coming up pretty soon. Okay, so we got some late-breaking news. This is... Your host, Sketch, and my co-host, Paul Pasquillo. Late-breaking news? <laughs> More like breaking news right now, too. Well, part of it, anyway. Yeah. Earlier this week, uh, since we recorded, we found out that because Adult Swim is losing the 8 p.m. hour starting next week, October 23rd, on the Saturday, not October, <laughs> September 26th, on Saturday, October 1st, which will be the first Saturday affected by this, mm-hmm. Toonami will be back to midnight. Yes, it will. Midnight to 3.30 again. So. Yes. Well, not exactly. <laughs> yeah. The other bit of breaking news is that particular night they will be airing the final three episodes of Parasites starting at 3 a.m., running until 4.30, because they're losing the rights. So they wanted to finish it off before they lost the rights. 
good on them. Wouldn't be the first time they've done this. Probably won't be the last. Nope. Those pesky contracts. <laughs> well, this is man. what you get for uh, having so many marathons a year, am I right? <laughs> or that's what, that's what happens when you really want to get a show. You put it on the block. Yeah. So we don't know, actually, what the schedule is going to look like on uh, October 8th when Parasite will no longer be airing. Let's just say it's going to look fucked up. (laughs) Who knows? You you know, I I was thinking about this, and it it dawns on me. March 2017 is when Ghost in the Shell, uh, the live-action movie, is supposed to come out. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, would it run up in, would it run up into March if they started it now or? Pretty close. Yeah. So I mean, maybe they they could possibly do something like that. I guess I don't know. Oh, well, that would be interesting. I do think yeah. I, I do think that maybe what they should do is extend it out to like four and maybe play that as the last episode of the block, just because. And I'm not talking about right this second, but as we get closer to that, because I think that would be, well, that would make sense. <laughs> because, well, mm. you know, Ghost in the Shell, and then people are going to be like, gee, I wonder where that came from. Oh, wait, it's on Toonami. Let's watch it. Yeah, it would be good to have them back, have that back on the air yeah. around the time that the, Definitely. the movie is good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, certainly, people can go track it down. It's available on various legal streaming sites and yeah. what have you. But you know, other than buying it, which uh, I, it's a little hard to find to buy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not the original movie. That seems to still be in print. Manga's original version of the DVD seems to still be in print. <laughs> well, it's so- popular. So I guess we'll see what happens, but, you know. Yeah, the bigger part of this is Toonami is moving back to midnight. Yep. Which is something that some of y'all were hoping for. So. Oh, let, let, I, me, I just point my, let me just point at myself. <laughs> I don't think anybody's surprised by this development. Oh, no. Uh, but, but we do need to make clear, first of all, there's a couple things that we need to make clear, too, with this part of the news. A, Jason and Marco did say that uh, Adult Swim was very happy with Toonami at 11.30. They liked the rating, so we can remove that out of the equation. Uh, also, we can also say that um, the only reason it's moving back is because Adult Swim is losing an hour, which is interesting that Toonami only loses a half an hour as a result, so I guess they have more confidence in Toonami. Well, I... They wouldn't start Toonami at 12.30. No, 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 no. But, you know, this is I an mean, adult swim action. This is true. This, they, this is true. You're right. <laughs> Let's not talk that, about that. That would honestly be a reason to be a bit concerned. Yeah, yeah. But that's not happening. No, so not happening. we can, um, yeah, it's, it's nothing to be concerned about. Now, Family Guy leads it in, right, again? Yes. Awesome. Yes, uh, it looks like the preliminary schedule has... Two Bob's Burgers, two American Dads, and two Family Guys. And if you may that's, recall from last year, that did really well. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> that that's gonna be a really good lead in for Tsunami. I I I see that making Tsunami get boosted up in ratings there. Um, oh, definitely. 
I think I caution people on is if they expect the kinds of ratings that they got last year, well, Adult Swim as a whole is down like 10 to 15% from last year. I don't think this change is going to, you know, like get us back to that level. No. But it, we all know that that 1130 family guy makes a difference. So, well, and, and also. Also, here's the other thing too: is the three to three thirty, the three to three thirty hour or half an hour there. Um, that'll be a lot higher because of tsunami. We hope, because you know, as we've been seeing for some odd reason, the last couple weeks, all those Adult Swim shows after tsunami have been in the five hundreds. So I mean, that should yeah. be that should be interesting. Hopefully, maybe tsunami will boost that up a little bit too, which you know. Kind of curious how that parasite burn-off's going to do. But since there's such short notice, people probably won't even realize it. Hopefully people will be tuning in to watch it because, well, it deserves it. And it was a really good show. So Agreed. Especially the dub. Um, what I will say really quickly is I do expect Toonami to, with this move back, um, I do kind of expect it to return to kind of what it was. Um, and what I mean by that is seeing the first at least three, maybe four shows do uh, over a million. I would, I mean, I know that they probably won't do this, but I would like to see this. Um, I would kind of like to see Hunter Hunter behind One Punch Man. Maybe, I mean, obviously JoJo's going to go there. So For all of two weeks. Yes, I know. <laughs> and then JoJo's going to go there, so... I do want to see. I would like to see it after that because I think that would, I think that would do well, and I think Gundam would hold uh, Hunter Hunter's ratings after that uh, pretty well, and then it would lead into shipping, in which I, I think all of that would do a lot better. I'm not saying that the ratings are bad because, you know, it just seems like we we talk about this stuff sketch, and all of a sudden it's we have to hit the panic button <laughs> or something, and I and it's like. We never said that the ratings were bad. We're just saying that we'd like to see them better at certain spots. That's all. I mean, they're not bad. They're not. And Jason DeMarco just said that the 1130 was really good. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Preliminary schedules show no shifting in the shows. It's all right. the same order. You know, here, here's an interesting part, too. Like, they're supposed to start Intruder 3 here coming up. So we're probably going to start seeing promos for that. But then, mm -hmm. you know, we'll have to see if, well, let's see, Dragon Ball Z Kai, if it stays the way it is, is going to end um, before the end That's of the year. At the tail end of the year. Yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. I mean, a lot of people, and I guess this is a good part to put this in real quick, too. Uh, besides Ghost in the Shell having all those live action scenes, which you can see at tsunamifafa.com. Um, another piece of news too, as well, um, or not—it's not really news—but we, we will be at New York Comic Con. Uh, a lot of people have asked, you know, a are we going to interview such person? I may try to do set that up. Um, but uh, the other thing is—is is will Funimation announce something? Uh, I don't know. Um, I would assume that they would announce something big. I can't say that because I don't know. I'm hoping that they at least announce that, you know, like Boo Saga mm. being there. So we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. 
I'm happy with where the ratings are. I'm happy that they that it's back at midnight. Um, we don't know. Jason said that it, it might go back up to 11:30 when Adult Swim um, moves out again, but we'll we'll see. So. Uh, personally, I think they should hold off on it until yeah. they have like Samurai Jack. Or, well, yeah, Samurai Jack, obviously, but I, I would also say like um, if Attack on Titan does happen next year, um, which oh yeah, but that'll be later in the year, <laughs> right? Right. Which there's no guarantee that that's supposed to happen. I mean, we've heard scattered mm-hmm. reports about stuff, so you know, I'm not gonna say that it is gonna happen, but if it does, you know, there's that too. So yeah. we'll have to wait and see. I think overall we should expect this to be a better season for Toonami than the most recent months have been. Not that they've been bad, no. but they could be better. So we're, we're all looking forward to that slight uptick, however yes. much it may be. I, I am also looking for that, and, and I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that there will be a little bit of an increase now that it's back at midnight. And especially with that Family Guide 1130, I think that will do wonders for Toonami. So here's to hoping. <laughs> yeah. Here's the hoping to having four shows over a million, possibly five, depending on how Shippenden holds Gun, um, Hunter Hunter. So. Yeah, so, a million's still not that important. Yeah, I know, I know, it's household, whatever. But, but so eighteen forty nines, boy. Gotta get those. But real quick, just to go over what the line, the the lineup's supposed to be: uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai at midnight. 12.30 is One Punch Man. For all of two weeks. Yes, for all of two weeks. Um, Gundam IBO is at 1. 1.30 is Hunter Hunter. Uh, 2 o'clock is Shippuden. 2.30 is One Piece. And then 3 o'clock is Parasite. Obviously, on October 1st, it's 3 o'clock, 3.30, and ending at 4. With the 4 o'clock slot to 4.30. So... You know, For one night only. Which is good. Which is good that they get to finish that off. Cause... One night only. One night. <laughs> which, by the way, our interview's up now. So you should you should go see, uh, listen to that interview with them. Yeah. Super sorry it took forever. Yes. We get busy. But hey, we managed to get it up before the show left its second run. Yes. <laughs> That's an accomplishment, right? It is so it's a good interview. It's really entertaining. Yes, it is. And I left something at the end that I think all of you will laugh at. So, so. <laughs> Sketch especially liked it when I put, there, put it at the end there. So, Because I edited it this time. So there you go. Yes, and very good job. I good job. I, I didn't have to spit it out and go, what is this? <laughs> Terrible. Well, we have another interview, too, that we got to put out. We'll be getting to that in the next couple of weeks. If Sketch can't get to it, I'll do it. And then... <laughs> you don't have the files for that one. Oh, well, I might try to steal them from And then uh, one other thing is we're working on some other interviews. Um, some of them will take place at New York Comic Con. One of them will probably take place as an exclusive. And I think you guys will like this. But I'm not going to go any farther than that. So, mm, Giving them a little tease. Little tease. But, uh, yeah, that's it for the news. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's your update. And uh, as for our opinions on the Ghost in the Shell clips, I mean, it's not much to go off of. No. But well, it you seems know what? like they got the atmosphere. Here, give me give me one sec. I'll pull up. Um, which, by the way, the, 
The per, uh, his name's Dope Samurai. Whoever put up the comment on TsunamiFaithful.com. Uh, thank you for putting that up, mine. Uh, you were the only one that actually commented. But um, I used your comment because it's exactly how I feel. Uh, this is what he said. Can't really judge Can't really judge it off some 20-second clips, but it looks like it captures the feel and tone of Ghost in the Shell. And I agree with that. Uh, it does look like yeah. it's, it's capturing that. If I have to say that I like one of the teasers, it's the last one where she's coming into a room with all of them. I think they're connected to like some yeah, kind of network. Like. And I, if, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, but that's, don't you see that in the actual series at some point? I feel like there's something like that. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like that. It's been a while since I've and, and that's standalone complex. And then that's the thing. Like if that's what I would like to do, and I, and I'm, I'm not, I would love to just talk to the people from Paramount and be like, did you guys get some footage from Adult Swim and watch it? And did you use stuff from the actual TV series? Because if they did, that would be awesome. And by the way, I would not be surprised, and I think this is the last thing I'm going to say about this, I wouldn't be surprised if you see <laughs> Toonami at the very least promoting this movie, if not doing one of those like Tom interviews. Yeah, it does seem like something that would make sense for them to promote. Right. And I think it would be a good idea, especially if, like, you know, it, they did, like, take some cues from Adult Swim. Because I think... I don't think that would be the first Paramount movie that they've done a thing for. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. But, yeah, so that that's about it. Um, yeah. So, slight shift, but same lineup. Except for that one night, Extra Parasite. Don't miss it, because once they air it, it's gone. Yes, sir. I don't even know when that's going to... It'll probably pop up on uh, Sentai's own service eventually. Oh, I'm that's sure. probably I'm sure why gonna... the contract is as short as it is. I'm but sure. I don't think Akame has yet. Not the dub, anyway. I think it might still be under Toonami, actually. So that one got a longer contract. I could no, be wrong about that. No, Akame's already been gone. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Look, look to be gone on uh, in August, which would make sense with the whole one-year contract thing. Right. I guess pay attention to where it goes. I, and be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if they charge out the ass for that. So. <laughs> so. Well, okay. there's those special editions. That is true. <laughs> so. All right. Well, I let's let's get back to the podcast, shall we, Sketch? Yes. I think uh, by now we'll probably be doing some house cleaning. Okay, Paul, I think it's time for some house cleaning. Well, yeah, I mean, Darrell's been here, so... (laughs) (laughs) Throws those raging parties, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah, just having a party. Just having a party. So, you can email us, as usual, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Please do do that with your talkback. We would like to see more talkbacks in this week. Don't get me wrong, I love Joshua Knighton's talkbacks, but... I think, you know, it shouldn't just be his talk back. So uh, please send him in every sing- every single week. You can use our email again. It's podcast at TanamiFaithful.com. Rate and view the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud. It's SoundCloud.com slash Podcast. You can download the podcast there. Obviously, you can play it from there. Uh, all of our old episodes are up there as well. So if you're, ju- if you're a new listener just joining in, 
please do go do go back and listen to our old episodes. I'm sure you guys will enjoy those. And um, yeah, so please do listen. And again, it's SoundCloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can like us on Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And you can tumble with us on, t- on Tumblr. It's TsunamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com. And as usual, if you've missed any episodes of the podcast, it's podcast.tsunamifaithful.com. You can view those there, along with our buddies at the Tsunami Show Rundown. You can see, listen to their episodes as well there. And if we ever do any absolution sessions, you can watch those there. And of course, if uh, you can donate, we would certainly love for you guys to donate and help us out. It certainly does go a long way. Uh, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash tsunamifaithfulpodcast. Uh, please do donate to us there, and... Um, Hopefully you can help us out. And remember, if you select one of the rewards, you can come on the show and be a part of us. So please do do and that. And Darrell will abuse you so bad that you'll yes. never want to live again. <laughs> and uh, the views of Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Not... <laughs> but anyways, so let's get, on out. let's get on out of here. Darrell, where can they find you besides the bar? Oh, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter.com. You can also follow me at Nasia Rojo Adinasi at twitter.com. If you want to talk to me or send me anything through email, you can do that at Maddox at tsunamifaithful.com. All right, Sketch, where can they find you, sir? You can find me at Sketch1984 on Twitter, sketch1984.tumblr.com. And you can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash sketch1984. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to either of the emails, sketch at com or podcast at com. And Paul, where can they find you? Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Biscrillo. You can uh, go to Instagram. It's instagram.com slash Paul Biscrillo. And, of course, you can ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Biscrillo. So if you have any questions, please do ask me. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. So uh, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Thank you for listening every week because we only do this with your guys' help. Because if we don't, if we don't have any listeners, we're not going to do it. So thank you guys for listening each and every week. But this is this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Deuces!